Is That Really in the Bible presents the teaching ministry of David Freeman. Okay, test the spirits, try the spirits, as the Bible says. How do you do it? How do you do it? And I hope to explain at least three good points on how to try the spirits, how to test the spirits. Um, recently, uh, someone commented on one of my videos about religious addiction. He said this, and I quote, said, A religious addict, uh, addict thinks God is in control of his life. He can't answer the question objectively if God is in authority over his life. Really doesn't know that. Can't, can't really focus on that. Does, does God really have authority over my life? Can't, can't comprehend that. In fact, his whole religious experience is subjective. I've seen this close up and personal. In fact, I'm dealing with this now with my childhood friend. So he has a childhood friend, maybe someone who he went to school with. They deal with some facts, yeah, some facts, but they get blind to facts of scriptures that conflict with their own perspective. Sounds familiar, does it not? I mean, if you met five religious people, you, you know what he's talking about. Their delusions are powerful. Get this, their delusions are powerful. And they take the words of their false minister as gospel, the gospel truth. He, his friend, idolizes a pastor who uh, was begging for money for a jet. I have dropped hints all over the place about this man. If I told him directly, he probably would think Satan sent me. In other words, if I just come out and said, the guy is a fraud, get over it. He would think the message was coming from Satan. And how true, how true that is. There is such a delusion that you almost cannot. And you think, well, what good would it do to even come out with the truth or speak the truth? They're so delusional, I can't break through that delusion. There are people that fit into that category. So test the spirits. Uh, 1 John 4 and verse 1 is the scripture. 1 John 4 and verse 1 powerful concept here. It says, Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Maybe they are of God. Maybe they're not. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. So, why should we do this? First of all, did you notice we are to try the spirits? Not just one multiple millions maybe that may come your way in the form of a message in the form of media in, in the form of maybe meeting a person you don't okay what spirit is this this person under what are they telling me is it truth is it from the bible is it really in the bible you could ask that question uh what what, what are their concepts what are their how do they view god how do they view religion how do they view their relationship with god Try the spirits. Why? Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. How do you know I'm not a false prophet? Don't answer that question. Uh, but uh, uh, you know. But I mean, I mean seriously. <laughs> what was that? Test it. Test it. Well, right. Try the spirits. Test the spirits. Uh, again, yeah, exactly. Test these spirits to see if they are of God. All right, so how? Let me ask you this question. Whose responsibility is it to do this? 
Yeah. I'm not going to do it for you. I can only try my own, you know. You've got to do Each individual in this room has to do this. It is your responsibility. Now, here's the problem with it. Trying the spirits, testing spirits. I run into this in my own life, and I think you probably do, too. We don't like to think bad or talk about other people's religion. I mean, I really don't. Sometimes I'm good at it, but I, I don't. <laughs> but, but, but I, you know, I, I don't like to talk. I, I want to give people the benefit of a doubt. Maybe they are sincere. Maybe that's really sincere. I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, I want to assume they are sincere. I want to assume the best. And you know what that word does if you break it down, don't you? <laughs> assume. <laughs> it makes a rear, rear end out of you and me both or whatever. All right. Uh, so, and again, who am I to question their faith? Who am I? And yet, there's a little statement in Luke 12 and verse 56. Jesus is speaking to, I guess, the Pharisees. Or, he says, look, you hypocrites. That's a good way to start out a sentence right there. <laughs> you hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and the earth. And you're going to look at it. Well, tomorrow's going to rain. Whatever. What's that saying, Angela, about something sky, something oh, sky? Red uh, sky at night, sailor's delight. Uh, red sky in the morning, sailor take morning. Mm-hmm. But how is it? that you do not discern this time. the time. What time? Okay, let's take this time. Time you're living in right now with all the deception that is out there. How is it that you can't discern the times in which you live? Yea, and why, even of yourselves, judge ye not what is right? Okay, this is what we're supposed to do. So why, you know, sometimes this is what we do. We pretend that we don't see what we see and we don't hear what we hear. You know, I didn't really see that. I didn't really hear what I just heard, you know. I, it just, you know, I didn't, you know we, we, we pretend that we don't see what we see, that we don't hear what we hear, that we don't feel what we feel. We go through life sometimes. And, and I think Christ would come along beside us and say, why don't you judge what is right? Why don't you judge what is right before your eyes when you see it and call it what it is? You know, I remember, I remember Thumper. The Disneyland movie. Little Rabbit. If you can't say anything good, don't say anything at all. I hated that rabbit. No, no just kidding. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we, we carry this to the extreme, though. Okay? I must always think good about other people's religion. Now, I want to... I, I want to just... I want to play a little short video something me and Teresa was watching last night and 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 I maybe sent it some to some of you it's about religious deception just a short little it's you're going to see it in action okay uh, and it's it, it's you almost have to laugh to keep from crying it is funny but it's sad because when you think of the people that are gripped by religious deception
first time I showed this to our daughter, she said, I, she said, I could understand this if, if, if it was children. But it says, these are adults. And can you imagine, I, like, I don't know why I think about this, but if you were dating, if you were single dating one of these people, and, and if that's how they treat their relationship with the most important being on planet Earth, the immaturity of that, can you imagine what just real life experience, you know, the heartache, the stuff you've got to go through in day-to-day -day life, what how how do would they even deal with that real life that is if if that's the emotional immaturity of a relationship with the greatest being on planet earth it it, it is disturbing uh, now i can i can i what i i hope i'm wrong but i sense you know as we near that, that's an old video. I mean, that was, that was some of the, uh, you know, the charismatic movement from a while. But you can tell by the way they're dressed. Uh, uh, some of the gaudy suits. But, uh, you know, I, I have a feeling it's going to come around again. Real, that kind of incredible deception as we near the end. Because, you know, as we near the end time, it's going to be, the evil one is going to throw at people whatever they can do, he can do to deceive people. And, and sometimes we just need to stand up and say, no, that, that, that's not of God, okay? I, I can say that with absolute confidence, with no regret, that, that what you just saw is not of God. It is a spirit, but it's not of God. And uh, now, if you think it is of God, you've got some issues. And we need to resolve those issues today. <laughs> and we're going to try to resolve them right now with three points. Uh, how to test the spirit, three ways. What, this first one is absolute, ironclad. It's in the Word of God. It tells us how to test the spirits. It's uh, Isaiah 8 and verse 19. Isaiah 8 and verse 19. This is the first point on how to try the spirits, how to test the spirits. Uh, eight, uh, Isaiah 8 and verse 19. <clears throat> and when they shall say unto you, Speak unto them that have familiar spirits, and unto wizards that peek, peep and mutter, should not a people seek unto their God for the living to the dead? In other words, why, why are you looking to the dead for answers? Uh, you should at least be looking to the living. But now we look at this and we, th we say, well, this is talking about fortune tellers and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, you, you could find some of this stuff in church, by the way. You can find familiar spirits. Why are we told to test the spirits? You know, Because there are familiar spirits in that, that we need to... To be aware of when you see them. Um, okay, here it is. To the law and testimony, that would be the Ten Commandments, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. You know, it doesn't say it's a little bit of light. It just says if, to the law and testimony. If they don't speak that, now what would that be? That would, that, that would be the commandments? The, the uh, Old Testament? You know, let, let's get that straight. Old Testament. The law and the prophets. That's what, if they speak not according to that, there is no uh, truth in them. And it was interesting, we watched the whole 20-minute clip of this. There was never any preaching. <laughs> they never got around to that part. No. That was what the whole show was about. And um, so, 
And I don't mean to be one. I, I, I've never been one to just harp about the fourth commandment. But I'm going to harp about it a little bit right now. Allow me to do that. You know, there are they're not just nine commandments, okay? There are ten commandments. And I did a whole series on excuses people use for not keeping the, the fourth commandment. And, and I got my ideas not from prison inmates, not from, from rebels, not from non-believers. All the excuses for not keeping the fourth commandment came from Christians. That's what I was combating there. You know, I could understand it if they were, you know, again, you know, but, but, but they, they come from religious people. So, and if, if you want to get into trouble, just talk about that one commandment and, and uh, you will hear all kinds of stuff. The second one, how to try the spirit, is Luke 16 and verse 30. Luke 16 and verse 30. And this has been blown out of context for a reason. It's been made to look like an area, you know, where people are sent to hell and all that. And the whole entire focus is, is totally missed. Totally missed about Lazarus and the rich man. But let's just break it, break it down at the end. Luke 16 and verse 30. And he said, Nay, Father Abraham, but if one went from the dead, they would repent. Imagine that, you know, someone from the dead being raised. You know, you, you saw them buried three months ago in the grave, and they come up and they preach the gospel to you, and they tell you all about, you know, they tell you the truth. That would get their attention if you just raise someone from the dead. And here's Jesus' response. He said unto them, If they hear not Moses and the prophets, neither would they be persuaded, though one rose from the dead. You know, Christ didn't say, if they won't hear me. He points back to Moses and the prophets. He doesn't say, well, just, you know, if they won't hear the New Testament. <laughs> no, he points back. And to, to Moses and the prophets, and he says, if they won't hear that, they're not going to hear me. That's a fascinating concept. I mean, that's, it's, it's amazing what's being said. A church can have a circus going on inside, like the one we just showed. But if they won't hear Moses and the prophets, they're not going to hear Jesus. They're not going to hear me. So this is another way you test the spirits. Okay, will you hear Moses and the prophets? Do you look to the law and the testimony? Okay, then we're testing the spirit. Okay, the third way is 1 Corinthians 14, verse 32. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 32. And I'll conclude with this one. And we're going to read it from the King James, and then we're going to read it from a different translation. And I didn't write, make my reference as to which translation. But anyway. And, and the spirits of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Okay. A little bit better understanding. The spirits of prophets are under the control of the prophets themselves. Now a lot of what we just saw on that little video clip. They were not in control of themselves. They were totally out of control or something else was controlling them. So, so you, you just want to look at that, you know, and, and as, as an absolute truth, the spirits of the prophets are under the control of the prophets themselves. You know, I, it would scare me to death to go into an environment where I wasn't in control. You know, I, 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 I've never liked that. I mean, I've uh, never desired that, never wanted that. And uh, so... I, I hope this will uh, help in how to test the spirits, how to uh, try the spirits. And don't ever, 
these seem like very simple areas, just looking to the Word of God, just looking to the testimony, just looking to the law of God. Just, if they won't hear Moses and the prophets, they wouldn't hear Jesus. They won't hear me. But they are so powerful areas, and, and, and the prophets are to be under, under control. They are to control themselves. Simplistic areas, but the areas that you need to always watch out for. And, and to ask, are these three areas in place in, 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 in what I'm looking at, what I'm, what I'm hearing, you know, and what I'm seeing? Okay. For more information, check us out online at isthatreallyinthebible.net. Listen to the podcast, watch the weekly program, worship with us on our weekly Sabbath service, and be sure to visit our free bookstore. Again, the website is isthatreallyinthebible.net. If you would like more information or if you have any questions, write to Is That Really in the Bible? 27 Brookledge Lane, Rocky Mount, Virginia, 24151. Or visit us on the web at isthatreallyinthebible.net.